All right, three, two, one, boom. Konnichiwa, everybody. That is the Japanese word for the Chinese word to say hello. And yes, China. Chinese, COVID, Corona, we're talking the virus. We're, this is Quarantine Road. I'm Jack Taylor, I'm here with Lynn Thomas. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Hello, good morning, good afternoon, whatever time. Konnichiwa, bonjour. Wow. Oh, oh man uh welcome this is a uh, week two or uh episode two of quarantine road mm-hmm. again everybody and um hopefully everyone's staying safe uh, keeping healthy keeping the distance practicing whatever your state and the federal government is telling you to do to mitigate this issue that we're dealing with now right and hopefully you're praying five times a day to practice islam as well if you do that, go right ahead. If you don't, uh, <laughs> do whatever you want. Uh, but please practice. Yeah. Yeah. Before we go into this week's episode, we'll do a little quick takeaway from week one. Uh, I think the only thing you could really take away from week one was Lynn is able to uh, think at a million miles per hour while uh, Jeff <laughs> myself can only work at a whopping two miles per hour. <laughs> Yeah, I, I definitely probably do talk a lot. My mind does go pretty fast sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. And, uh, and as we say that, you're saying about last episode, the one thing, like one correction I would like to make, I don't even, I don't, right, I, if it even made the thing. I said uh, about the Jordan documentary, you yeah. were like, it came out or whatever. And I hadn't even watched it, but I just kind of agreed to like, ah, oh, who cares? We already know what he did, blah, 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 blah. But since then, I've watched all the episodes, and it's absolutely very exciting. And I didn't know anything about Michael Jordan. I knew absolutely nothing. Yeah, not that I want to lie to the listeners, but I fell asleep during the second episode. <laughs> so the worst reviews <laughs> possible so the for worst the analysis of that shit. Yeah, that was probably, that's very true. Right? Yeah. Uh, uh, so before we, go on, before we go into this episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. episode we are going to go with a little recap besides the horrible analysis of the Jordan docu-series on ESPN. The, uh, Lynn, I don't know if you've had a chance to look at the, uh, we do have, which is great when you post something to Spotify, you can look at the d- data that gives you data or metadata on who's, mm-hmm. who's listening to it and who's what or, you know, streaming it. So yeah. one thing for all, uh, way more than I thought was, I thought it was gonna be five. Uh, our numbers are way higher than that. Uh, but but the funny thing is, is that it shows it gives you the the demographics of the age and yeah uh, most of it's like what i thought would be the people that i've reached out to is 18 to like 30 uh-huh. and then there's one outlier that's uh, pretty funny 97 how no, old are they it's it's uh it's a female in the age range from 45 to 59 and hmm. uh, i'm gonna put 99 i'm 99.99 sure i know who that is <laughs> was and, it your mom uh, what, what do you uh, mean it's not my mom it's one of my friend's moms and if you're listening right now <laughs> welcome to the podcast uh-huh. and uh, please do not uh let mama taylor know because i would like, <laughs> I, I would like to go home for christmas this year Dude, you can't. You won't be able to because Corona will still be going on. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Corona's still going to be running rampant. It's going to yeah. be. But, Pick uh, another bargaining chip. Yeah. So, yeah, well, besides the point of the dem- 
that oh and then also we almost i almost snaked a uh, sponsor that was pretty funny i was hitting people okay. up through the uh, instagram and i got a response mm -hmm. back. uh it was basically something you could add to your keychain that's supposed to like <laughs> you open doors like a hook or some shit oh i think i've seen those on the internet yeah, yeah. So I, 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 there was like seven of them that popped up like different you know companies and i hit them all up right like, formal insta message and then i got one back and like yeah, we can definitely hook you up, dude. Congrats <laughs> on the podcast. How many listeners do you have? I'm like, oh. Six. <laughs> Five? And then I didn't get a response back. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> what are they going to pay us a penny a listener? We come out of this. Uh, yeah. we, have pay, we have to pay more in postage than we, have to, than we get <laughs> from the, the people. <laughs> yeah, I, thought, I thought we could get like at least one for ourselves and then pretend like we were going to give them out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I would take a free preventative uh, yeah, uh, uh, touching yeah. objects tool. Yeah. Well, try again next week. You never know. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll hit them back up next week. Okay. okay we we okay. didn't want those anyway. And then um, <clears throat> I guess one of the other reasons that my brain was only working at two miles per hour was I forgot to tell everybody what I was drinking last week. And the name of that drink is called the Alabama Slamma. Wow. Yeah. What, what is in that drink, right? Well, I'm wondering myself, yeah. Yeah. It's um, served in a tumbler glass over ice. And uh, it's half and half. It's half of your go-to liquor. I know a lot of people these days are making a good toilet wine in the South because they got nothing better to do. I would uh, stay away from the toilet wine. And uh, I, I just go with a nice bourbon or whiskey. And then the other half, it's half and half. The other half is actually Mountain Dew. And I'm sure some huh. of the listeners, I'm sure a lot of the listeners are like, that sounds disgusting. But actually, a little fun fact is that Mountain Dew was made as a mixer for bourbon whiskey. And it tastes good? And it tastes pretty damn good. It's good. Good, en good enough to slow your words per minute down to two? Well, the brand was still working. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe no. It was it was slower than that. It was like a one point five, maybe, maybe even one. So what does it like taste like? Episode for sure. What does it like taste like? Is it like the does the I can't like think of how like the Mountain Dew um, taste of it would like does it mellow out like the burn of the whiskey or like how does it how does it interact? The uh, well, it like dulls both the flavors out, so it makes it kind of a more of like a I don't know, just subtle. It just Subtle whiskey, yeah. subtle, subtle lime flavor to it. Hmm. That's pretty cool. It's, it, it is, it's a different, I don't really know how to explain it. You'd probably do a better job if you had one than I could. Yeah, I don't have any. So next time. The, next time, well, I'll try it eventually. Yeah, well, yeah, that's cool. That's good. On what part of the Alabama you're from, they do actually change out some of the ingredients. Rather than the, the ice that they, they use, sometimes they use chilled crack rocks. <laughs> that's pretty good. And then uh, rather than and then other areas, rather than you know, salted rim, it's it's crystal meth. <laughs> crystal meth, or they just they just take a, a handful of <laughs> of the teeth that have fallen out of their head throughout their Jesus years of Christ. life that they now <laughs> that they now keep in the fridge and use them as oh, oh, dude, no, so, it, no. so it doesn't dilute the drink; it just cools it down good enough. <laughs> I mean, they've only got like six or seven teeth amongst a four-person family. So, like, what it, you put them to use? If they're not going to be in your head chewing, they might as well cool your Alabama slammer. Yeah, <laughs> and then you garnish it with your choice of tobacco product. Is the other part? Oh yeah, 
Ew, that would be disgusting. Imagine just <laughs> dusting some some chewing tobacco on like the top so of a. Mid- oh, gross. Oh. Dude, did you hear? I saw some. Uh, I didn't read the article. I just read the um, headline. In France, I guess they did some studies and came up with that nicotine helps either like prevent getting corona or helps like mitigating the symptoms of corona it helps against corona in some fashion i don't remember exactly what it is but apparently nicotine helps so yeah do you think that's real or do you think they're just saying that so all those french people can just like keep smoking a hundred cigarettes a day (laughs) it's like what they do well even though that the smoking is killing you the nicotine is trying to mitigate the uh right Exactly. So it's like the best time to smoke. You're saving your life. The French still have a thumb up their ass after losing all those wars. So, yeah, yeah. Not even losing all those wars. I just think never winning one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They still have Napoleon complex. The the damn French can never win a war, but yeah, they can't. And even yesterday, which is Cinco de Mayo, was the French losing. Which I think Cinco de Mayo is a celebration of either the Spanish or the Mexicans. And like, I guess it was the Spanish back in like the 1500s. Beat. Napoleon, the French. The French tried to come over and like take it's a, Mexico. It's like a it's like a fake holiday and it doesn't even make sense. I, I don't remember. I, yeah, it's like semi-fake, but it is real. It is based on something. It is based on something. I think it's like the same thing as like we have July 4th, but like they signed, they finished signing the paper on like July 7th or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it wasn't all done on July 4th, but we just picked July 4th. Right, right. But, yeah, the corona. That's the, that's this the is a good. That's a good segment into news, learning that the French still think using tobacco product will save their lives as it kills them. Um, <laughs> the news with uh, uh, me being in Maryland, uh, looks like that, that road past Rona is is coming. We're, we're hitting, coming out of the... I guess bad times and we're moving forward. Uh, Hogue Dog or Larry Hogan put out last week the roadmap to recovery and he just, uh, he follows me or follows me, follows uh, Quarantine Road on Instagram. No big deal. He really doesn't, but I follow him. And uh, he put out the, what it was announced today. There was not much being talked about or there was not much word as to where we were going, but he put this out today so for all you uh, listeners in Maryland the uh, Maryland Department of Health will issue guidelines effective immediately to allow for elective procedures at the discretion of local hospitals and healthcare providers hmm. whatever that means <clears throat> I think that uh, means that if you want to get a nose job you can get a nose job I'm sorry I said I think that means if you want to go get a nose job and a doctor wants to give you a nose job you can get a nose job nose job boo job boob job Brazilian yeah. butt lift yeah, Brazil yeah. left. Yeah, all of the above. And then also, this is a big one: the effective at 7 a.m. on May 7th. That is tomorrow. Safe outdoor activities will include golf, tennis, recreational boating, fishing, and camping. Marylanders should continue to practice physical distance during these activities. So basically, you can go back out outside, go to use your local courts for tennis, uh, golf courses. I don't know if they were shut down here in Maryland, but I, I guess they were. I know a lot of other states didn't. I haven't been playing golf because I'm becoming a fat ass. We can talk about health later. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's great. And then schools, uh, for all you kids in school, uh, this is good news. Uh, the schools are closed the remainder of the academic year, which I don't Swag. think that affects. 
the affects any of our listeners. So that's that's Maryland news. Uh, other news in Maryland was that this weekend, and I'll, I'll feed into you, Lynn, as to uh, it was great Saturday, and I want to say thank you personally from Quarantine Road, Jack, and myself, myself, Jack, and Lynn would like to thank all those on the front lines for their aid to get rid of the coronavirus. Thank you. And that was shown by the what was it? Or the the blue, the, the blue angels. Blue angels. The blue thing. angels. I was, I was the blue angels. <laughs> you got too, you got so <laughs> caught up in your, your thank, thank you letter. Uh, did a great thank you. They flew over. So the yeah. angels flew over Baltimore as they went to DC uh, because Baltimore's on the way and they just need some love because it's a dumpster fire. But then also Atlanta had their own show too. So uh, Lynn, any news? I know this is week two. And then they flew to Atlanta, too. Yeah, but I think that wasn't – is it the same Blue Angels? Or? Yeah. Those things fly so fast, it probably took them like 25 minutes to get I, I thought they were flying out of one of the, the forts down there. I didn't know that they were – No, there's only, there's only like six Blue Angels. There's, there's yeah, not like yeah, – So they, they started here out of Fort Meade, I believe, and then just shot – Probably. They went to California, I think, too, probably in the same day. They go like 1,500 miles an hour. Yeah, it was pretty cool to see. I, I, I went to uh, Patterson Park, and there was a good amount of people cheering on, so it was good to see. Oh, you were able to see it? I, well, you know from living down here that um, there's Dobbins Air Force Base, which is like close to like Ma the Marietta area, yeah, and, yeah. Like the, and like the baseball park. And yeah. so like a lot of times they have like military planes flying around, mm -hmm. and like they fly low and do like, you know, practice or whatever and it's really loud so it's not uncommon for like big planes or jets to fly over what i thought was cool is right when you see uh the the c4 or is it is it the c-130 dude when those fly over the city when those things it looks like a skyscraper is like going that's the most bad yeah yeah it looks like a yeah it's it's like this huge massive tube in the sky just like cruising yeah so like those are huge and they make so much noise but I didn't know that Blue Angels were coming, and I heard the noise, and I felt the rumble, and I was like, huh, that was, like, way more intense of a noise and rumble than I'm normally used to feeling from just the jets and the C-130s going around. Yeah. I thought it was just a big C-130 that, like, went really, really low right over me. And then, like, two hours later, someone texted me, like, hey, did you see the Blue Angels? And I was like, no, nah, I didn't see them, but, like, I definitely felt it, you know? It's intense. Yeah. You, you uh, yourself were moving this weekend, right? Yeah, I was moving. So I, the reason I was like, wow, this is intense, because I was carrying a cardboard box upstairs, yeah. and the, cord, the cardboard reverberated so much, like in my hands, from the, the sound of the thing. I was like, wow, that, that was way more reverberation than I'm used to. And then it was like, okay, that's the fucking the Blue Angels. Yeah, no, it was, it was yeah. cool. I'm a big aeronautics guy. I've been to the... Uh, What's I'm the pretty place sure every, in, every dude is. Yeah, but what's that uh, Air and Space Museum? Stephen F. Herzog Air and Space Museum in um, D.C., right near Dallas Airport. It's freaking awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. I haven't been to that one. I've been to the one on the mall. I need to get over to that one. And yeah, the, the, uh, this one's way better, dude. It's got a star 71 Blackbird right in there. It's fucking sweet, dude. Yeah, I need to check that one out. Yeah, you need to go there. When the corona lifts, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when everyone's allowed out of quarantine. I think... Like, well, you guys are in week two out of, like, like you guys are allowed to go more than bowling now, right? 
Yeah, the 27th, I think, was when Bowling and Nails got open. And then the following Monday, which was two days ago, uh, was like a lot of other places have the ability, the ability to open. And several things I've noticed are there's a lot more cars on the road. I mean, there has been there have been zero cars on the road this whole time. Like it takes zero seconds to get anywhere you need to go. It's pretty nice. But in the past week and a half, I've seen like three or four just fender bender uh, accidents, like on the side of the road, pulled off. Dude, and I haven't yeah, seen one of those. That's and another thing we need to talk about at another time. Atlanta has the worst drivers of all fucking time. all time. Yeah, it's pathetic. But I haven't seen I haven't seen a fender bender in like fifty days because yeah. nobody's on the road. And now, like, he opens up nail salons, and there's that much higher percentage of people on the roads, and there's that much higher percentage of someone getting in a fender bender. And I've seen, like, four in the past week, and it's like, geez, Louise, entropy ensues. You, you know, it's like, yeah. what the hell, guys? Yeah. No, it's, that sucks, man. I mean, well. But, yeah, they're bad drivers. Um, other than that, I mean, not much. Like I said, we've said before, we're essential workers. Our job, my job, and I don't think your job has changed really that much. My job has not changed that much. And um, yeah, I mean, other than I, I mean, I canceled my, I don't know if I said this last time, but I canceled my damn LA Fitness uh, thing. Oh, yeah, I, I don't do that. I have a, just, there's a YMCA right, literally right next to my office, and they still are taking money. I need to call them and be like, yo, what the fuck? I can't even go in your places yet. Yeah, yeah, dude. And, but I don't think I'm going to go back to a damn, yeah. a gym like that for a long time i mean one they're already disgusting before like this whole thing like they were so they're always just dirty places yeah and now this happens and they're going to reduce capacity so it's like how many people can you even put in there how how are you gonna even be able to get in it's gonna be like lines and then new, new york uh, probably gonna be a lot easier and then, but also people that go to the gyms are, they're all kind of psychopaths in there. Have you ever noticed that? Oh, like yeah, in oh, an yeah. LA fitness and in a New York well, I, I go, I go to, I go to uh, you sit there for like 10 minutes. Go ahead. Sorry. I said like any big gym place, like a, a New York sports club or an LA fitness or a YMCA. Yeah. There's just like, I feel like a, a gym in general just attracts psychos. You know what I mean? If you're, if you want to be like running on a treadmill for eight miles, or if you want to be like lifting a lot of weight, like there's something a little bit wrong with you. If you're there to just like casually keep in shape, you're probably a normal person, but anything above that, you're probably, you know, not that there's tremendous, you know, it's good to be healthy. Don't get me wrong here, but you're a whack job. There's whack jobs at the gym. That's all I'm saying. Everybody knows it. There's whack jobs. You see the whack jobs and uh, it's fucking dirty. I'm not going back to one. I'm not going back once a year. I'm doing at home exercises from here on out. I'm set. I'm, I'm going to, that's it. I'm done. Cool. And <laughs> with that, well, I guess that's a good stem for health. So uh, you're saying that, I mean, now a lot of people are like trying to work out from home. You know, you see these videos or uh, it comes up on the local news. They're like uh, specialists that those are psychopaths. The specialists that staying fit are freaking losers. And I agree with what you're saying. The ones like, oh, you can use a can of uh, lima beans. Just use that as uh, your thing. That those people are nuts. And I, as here in Baltimore, I'm seeing a lot of people run around. Oh yeah. And uh, what one thing that's uh, I've been thinking about. I haven't done anything. I know a lot of people have been you know, like on their own regimen at home, which is great. I'm behind the uh, ball on that because being 
the, the fact that this has not really affected my day to day going into work. I haven't really done anything, but this month I have taken the initiative to do better because I guess, you know, beach season, if there is one, <laughs> there is, is right around the corner. So my goal for this month, personal goal is to lose 10 pounds. I don't see that being an issue because recently all I've been eating is junk food. I refuse yeah. to stand in a line to get into a grocery store with a mask over me. And that yeah. fucking is infuriating. Do so you have to wear a mask? Yeah, yeah, that is mandated in the state. Oh. Yeah, that, you have to wear one. Wow. We don't have to wear masks. Yeah, it's, it's the South. It's Georgia. You do what you want. The other goal that I'm doing to get myself back in shape, well, one, I have this week, it's being sent to me. I get, I'm getting a weighted vest. And with that weighted vest, I told my brothers, both of which are younger, that I would be able to dunk by the age of 30. And I am way behind the eight ball in that. So <laughs> uh, I, I'm trying to, and I don't turn 30 for another year and a half or so, but I think by the end of August, my goal, personal goal is to be able to dunk a basketball. So I'm definitely gonna try to meet that. Are you, what are you doing? Okay, that's good. I know last week- I, Yeah, go ahead. Last week, this was cut. This might be on a uh, extra released podcast. I guess. Yeah. Quarantine, quarantine, quarantine road, less travel. Uncut. Yeah, no, 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 less travel. The, the road unpaved, left. unpaved. Unpaved, unpaved. Uh, Lynn talked The quarantine about, gravel road. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, Lynn was talking about what he's doing. And Lynn, go ahead. Oh, um, what am I doing? What am I doing? The fasting? Yeah, the Tamaramadan thing. Oh, no, that's, that's a different, that's for the thoughts. The, uh, the fasting, which should have been last night, but I forgot to do it, or Monday night, I forgot to do it. But that's because I was occupied, I was moving, it was hectic timing. I've been doing um, Tom Kapoor, Tom. which is uh, a play on, yeah, a play on Yom Kapoor. And I've done it twice already. I should have done it the third time last Monday, but I forgot, it's once, uh, on Mondays, every other week, you do a fast from Monday night at 8 p.m. to Monday night at, or from Monday night at 8 p.m. to Tuesday night at 8 p.m. And you fast for those 24 hours, just as like, because you're, you're not doing as much. You're just inherently not doing as much. You can't go to the gym. You can't go to parks. You can't do all these things that are, can help you lead an active lifestyle. So like, you don't need to eat as much, but you're probably even eating more. So just don't eat one day and you'll be fine. Everyone will be fine. You can make it through a day. Trust me. The, the, I only to do time, that. the only time I've ever fasted is when I'm way too hungover to eat food. That's the only time I fast. Dude, it's kind of nice to fast. It's kind of nice. I'm, I'm serious. Like you, you really realize quickly how you do not need to eat for a day for sure. Like you do not need it at all. I don't start feeling hungry till maybe four 30 on a fast. And that's not eating since 8 PM the day before. And yeah. then it gets close to like seven and seven thirty, and you start cooking your food. And by the time it's done, it's eight o'clock, and you're like, "All right, that was easy." And then you oh, you didn't have to eat for a fucking whole day. You didn't need to get like fatter and slobbier. But what I also did was, yo, I bought a exercise machine. Oh shit! I don't know what you were waiting for me to answer or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was just building suspense. Oh, okay. <laughs> bought another. Uh, what do you think I got? What do you think I bought? Your ass? What do you want? I don't know. To be honest with you, 
One, an added bidet could lead to some exercise, but that's another topic. The, no, what do you think I got? It's an exercise machine. I'm serious. I bought an exercise oh, machine. What do you think I got? What, what kind? No, you, I'm asking you to guess. It's an aerobic machine. Is it one of those uh, rowing machines? Not a rowing machine, but good guess. Uh, shit. Um, is it? All right, I'll just tell you. Yeah, yeah. It's an Airdyne. Do you know what an Airdyne is? No. It's like one of those fan bikes. I'll just show you. A fo I'll show you right now, but I'll I'll describe it for the listeners. <laughs> so, can you see it? Oh shit! Yeah, that's cool, man. So what it is? It's like a it's like a cardio bike thing, and it's got pedals and it's got handles like an elliptical. Yeah. But the pedals and the handles drop, but you sit on it like a bike. And the where the front wheel is is a big fan inside a cage, so you don't like yeah, lose a finger. My uh, it's funny you're showing me that. I think my parents had one from back in like the early 80s that was yeah. in the basement for forever and i would get on right the and thought i was gonna like take off like a like a, a helicopter, helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> wow the imagination of childhood isn't it wow yeah, it's <laughs> much darker in there now right well i got this thing and like you pedal and you push with your arms and it spins the fan and the faster you spin the fan the harder it is to uh spin the fan yeah. And it's pretty freaking good, dude. I've got been used it for like five days in a row now. And it's like, it gets your heart going. And uh, yeah, I got like, I think I got one of the last like 20 in the country. They're like impossible to find. And there happened to be an exercise supply store nearby that had like a, a stock of like 15 that they bought like six months ago. And I got one. Awesome. It was awesome. Congrats on that. So, so I'm going to be like, uh, I'm going to be like, um, who's the bad guy from Rocky, whatever it is with the Russians. Call Drago. I feel like he yeah, used yeah, one yeah, of those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then then they cut to that one scene where they just give you the hint that they do steroids with like yeah. the red lights and then the needle squirts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's anabolically uh uh altered. Yeah. So that was good on the health side of things. Everyone's trying to do well. I hope everyone home has got their own regiment that they're doing and eating healthy. Please do not eat fast food every day like myself. You'll start looking like a marshmallow real quick. Yeah, but it's okay to eat gas station taquitos, right? Those are fine, right? Those, Those are good. Quick trip, quick trip does make a good taquito or whatever. And Set Eleven does, but you don't know how long those have been on. Those are okay for you. I mean, like health-wise, you like those wouldn't be a problem if you ate like maybe six or seven of those a day. That shouldn't be a problem, right? Uh, yeah, it'll only become a problem once you have your heart attack and then you're like, fuck. Okay, so up until then, I'm good. Up until then, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. Once oh, okay. <laughs> once that happens, then you realize why. Oh, oh, yeah. But that had not, the heart attack had nothing to do with the taquitos. It was just those, it was coincidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Correlation, not causation. Okay. Yeah. So now we went through all that. I know at the end of the podcast last, last week, I said what we were to touch on this week, and that was movies music and memories so what we have with movies and it kind of, kind of ties in with what i was supposed to say about my weekend earlier but we got off to another good topic was that this past weekend i've been watching more our streaming everyone's using either amazon prime netflix whatever you use even just local television or comcast but i've been watching the sopranos i'm watching it through for the third time through Wow. That's pretty crazy, but I haven't decided a new show that I want to watch. I know everyone's like, oh, Ozark is good. 
I've, I've watched the first season and a half of Narcos, but uh, what I'm going to say to that Narcos is good. It tells a good story and it's like based off a true story and kind of similar with Sopranos if you were to compare the two, but I believe Sopranos does a better job relating to the, the individual watching. It's more relatable in the fact that uh, it's more family. It gives day-to-day relatable instances with, you know, how you interact with your family, uh, what the hardships are of the day-to-day life. Yeah. Just growing up. And I believe that the, I guess, character development is much more in-depth and well thought out than what I feel like Narcos is, is like every episode is a cookie cutter episode. It's like they smoke cigarettes, they talk about drugs, getting into America and they shoot up like 25 people and it's really gory. And then that just restarts the next episode. So that's why I'm defending Sopranos and watching for the third time through. The other reason I started watching it again was because there's a podcast out there now. You can stream through YouTube. Are you good over there, dude? I think we lost Lynn. The reason why I'm watching Talking, or excuse me, Sopranos again is because they have a podcast out there uh, that's hosted by two of the characters, uh, the actors that play the characters, Christopher Moltisanti and Bob, Bobby Baklava, that is Michael Imparelli and Steve Sharipa. They host a podcast that goes over each individual episode. So it's great watching that. And that's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. And they give you like a in-depth, you know, their own take on the episode and everything. So, but the one thing I wouldn't watch that while you're watching the show, if you decide to watch The Sopranos, is because uh, they do give out, I guess, information that you shouldn't find out till later in the episode, if that makes sense. That, hey, another thing on Sopranos breakdowns. Yeah. Uh, the website tv.avclub has very, very good like uh, breakdowns of each episode of The Sopranos. Like if you ever just like, wow, that was an amazing episode. You'll read what you know. Go read what they had to say on it, and it like breaks down all like the the symbolism, the metaphors, and the foreshadowing, and like what they think it'll lead yeah. to or what they think it meant. All that jazz. It's like pretty. It's pretty freaking good. What, what was the name of that again? TV.avclub.com, I think. Anyway, the reason while I was watching The Sopranos uh, on Sunday after you know just hanging out for a while, I was watching a couple episodes. I was like, you know what? You know, if Tony Soprano and his boys are having a drink, I'm gonna have a drink. So I had myself a drink and they had another drink and I was like, all right, well, fuck it. I got nothing else to do. I'll have another drink too. And after, yeah. you know, a couple of drinks there, they were started eating, you know, the pep, the sausages, the peppers and the onion, onions and, you know, meatballs and pasta. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I need some food too. And luckily enough for good for me that there is a local Italian joint, literally a block away from me that I've gone before and gotten pizza uh, you know, pasta sandwiches, they're good for that. And I've been there before. And, you know, uh, I don't know if I've told the listeners, I am part Italian. So you feel like you got to you know, show yourself as an Italian. Like, let's freaking go. So uh, I thought it'd be Me funny. Too, I'm part Italian too. Okay, cool. So when uh, I decided that, <laughs> I decided that I was like, you know what, I'm going to go over there and pretend like I've talked to the owner there a couple of times, just like in passing. 
but I thought it would be funny for me to go over as like a c- complete Goomba. So yeah. uh, I just did you I put mean, on I, a white? No, no, I didn't do that. I should have. I should have. I should have. <laughs> but uh, I had my like like hair was kind of like gelled back and you know like that, and that was greasy. Yeah, greasy. I was a greasy Italian. <laughs> and make a joke like going to like a caricature of an Italian. And this all happened. So, by the way, <laughs> I got a little too confident in my uh, humor that it, uh, well, you'll see how the story plays out. So, uh, I walk over, it's literally a block away. And uh, I walk in, and then I also forgot, which doesn't help anything, is that in Maryland, you have to have your face covered with the mask or something. So, uh, you couldn't oh. see like, smiling or joking around. So, I walk in, and there was maybe one other lady in there, and she had already, already had ordered. And uh, I walked up, and uh, it's the the owner that was working there. So a straight up Italian guy from like Jersey or New York. I don't know where he was from, but he definitely. And then he had like yeah. kind of an accent too. So he might have been from the home country. Anyway, I went up and I was like, uh, "What can I get a meatball sub?" And uh, so he sat there, like at the in the like it was like over the counter, and you can see into the kitchen. He stood, uh, like had his head down in the deli like area, had his head down, and then no joke, he started saying something in Italian, and he started getting angry like real quick. And I'm like, oh shit, this went over horribly. He started cursing at me in Italian, uh, what I only assumed was Italian. Yeah. <laughs> and and then he he literally reached in and grabbed the meatball and chucked it at me. <laughs> And uh, I'm never going back there. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. He, he threw a meatball. Oh, my God. A genuine Italian? Can you tell me the name of this place? I want to see what it looks like inside. No, no. I, I can't. Uh, really, uh, maybe off air I can show you. But, T- text uh, me. Text me the name. I want to look at the Yelp inside. I want to get a picture of this. Where, where are you? Where the, I want to see. I want a picture where the meatball flew through the air in this establishment. You well, know what I mean? Yeah, let me uh, let me get to the end of it or the meat of things. Okay, yeah, get to the meat. Yeah, of it. Yeah. yeah, let's let's move on from the ball and get to the meat of the story. The only thing that you know, the only thing that I took away from there, or the lesson, I took a free meatball. That's all I took. You only got one free meatball. Damn, dude. Yeah, well, I didn't even get to take it. It's, I think they yeah. had to clean it up off the floor after I had. <laughs> Escorted myself out there. Dude, that stinks. This sounds like a good place. Like this, if you, there's like a real deli, like a glass covered yeah, deli with all like the pre-made shit and like yeah. you can get anything you want. And they have yeah, like the yeah. drink, the drink refrigerators with all the snapples and they, do they have the big, uh, the big like, um, I don't even know what you call them. They're like the, the big pitchers that are like cooled and circulated of like lemonade and iced tea. Did they have those? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. They didn't have those, but they definitely they have, have, have your own drink or there is a fountain place and like it literally they have slices ready to throw in the oven if you want a, like a regular cheese or a pepperoni. Damn. And, That's yeah. a problem with down down here. There's no Italians, dude. So That's they don't have problem. any. Yeah, I know. That's well, we can get into that in a second, but I'll tell you because I can cut this name out. It's let's say China. China, 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 China. Yeah, I got it. All right. All right. We're good. Okay. Um, But yeah, there's no Italians down here. So there's no good fucking Italian joints and they don't know what a deli is. Like, 
I don't understand how every freaking state and every every municipality should have a goddamn deli. There's no reason not to. It has everything you need. You can get anything there anytime you want. If you need a freaking gallon of milk, you can just get a gallon of milk. You can probably buy a dozen eggs from them if you need it, but you can also get any type of meat, any I, I type love, of pre-made salad, any type of sandwich you'd ever dream of being made, you can get at these places. And well, they just don't have them down here. You need to check out a place in uh... – Shit, you'd have to ask my buddy Eddie. I forget the name of it already, but it was the only Italian joint, and it was in oh, it was called uh, Hoboken Cafe, Cafe, excuse me, and it's in uh, East Cobb, and it's it's probably from where you're at, like really, five, yeah, it's a forty five minute drive, but dude, it has like four point nine stars, and I went in there just for get a sub one day. I was at a job out there, and, yeah, and I grabbed this. I went in there, and they're playing Italian music, and there's this. The guy goes by Tony Pizza, which is the most cheesiest shit, no pun intended, that I've ever heard of in my life. But they yeah. make the, the fresh mozzarella every morning. And really? the, the, dude, the sandwiches there are fucking phenomenal. So this is actually dude. a plug for the Hoboken Cafe, even though that they, haven't, I, they haven't given me any money. That place is phenomenal, dude. Check that dude, out. Dude, you just, you, you just changed my life in, in some way, shape, or form. I had no idea this existed. This is no more than 12, a 12-minute 12 drive, maybe from what? Maybe 15. Let's go with 15. A 15-minute drive. I would drive 15 minutes. Dude, I'm seeing a slab of cheesecake here that's yeah. four inches tall. Yeah. I have no lie. It's four inches tall. Are yeah. you uh, – this is – this is out of bounds. This is out of control. Blow the whistle. Throw the flag. Call in the backups. We need. Oh my God. Oh. The Hoboken Cafe is the only legitimate Italian joint that around I, that I've I've found, and and there's only one. It's a Hoboken Cafe. In Dude, Austin. I think you can get your hair cut there too. I <laughs> know you can't. But oh no, that's just one of the places in the shopping center. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. There's um, the haircut joint next to it. Wow, amazing. Thank you for telling me that. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that you told me that, but I'm pissed off that you didn't tell me that, I don't know, a year ago. I told, I told uh, our buddy Alex. Yeah, but I mean, you know. Yeah. In your one in a year, out the other, two years, three years, who knows. Yeah, so as we progress through The Sopranos and me almost getting hit by a meatball, uh, what it was that I was trying to get Thrown to. Thrown by a meatball. <laughs> and he, I, actually i forgot to say that as i was like leaving he called me an eggplant really yeah <laughs> which is what? a derogatory term towards uh those of darker skin color oh really did he call you the english word eggplant or did he use uh <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, was yeah i like, knew that word i knew that word and so he said i'm like oh shit i totally out of bounds here but uh, what I was trying to get at in the topics, we need to get there. I mean, this might be a two-parter, but start that again, Lynn. Sorry. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Yeah, I got you. I got you. So oh, moving on to what we were supposed to talk about, movies. Uh, the one reason oh. we're going to talk about that is. All right. So we're good now? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on. It's it's pissing me off now. Yeah, it's fine now. I hear you good. All right, let's just let's persevere for yeah. through this. Persevere, one. persevere. Movies, baby. Yeah. Movies. All right, what movies. You, Fuck. I don't see? know if what anyone. You, you guys are gonna understand later that this one has been chopped in 
stirred and cut up like a thousand times because clearly yeah. audio is not working. Yeah, it's like we're in Houston. We're chopping and screwing it. Yeah, I think that's the correct. I think that's the correct rap. What did I say? I'm not totally sure. I guessed on the Texas city. I don't know. Chopped and screwed. I think is from Houston. I'm not totally sure. I just guessed on the city. I hope I'm right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, we're moving on to the movies, and what I wanted to talk about was is that there's what made me think about this was I was watching Outbreak, which is the '90s version of Contagion, which I think starred uh, starred Matt Damon. I watched Contagion recently. It was pretty good. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, this is the 90s version of that, which had a killer cast. I think it starred Dustin Hoffman. Let me see. Hmm. Dustin Hoffman, Morgan Freeman in there is in the uh, the Cube, as in Cuba Gooding Jr., so clearly a 90s music uh, movie because he was in there. Oh, and then Diddley McGee, Kevin Spacey was in there. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, let's see here. Uh, Donald Sutherland was in there too. So yeah, it had a still, uh, you know, a stellar cast, and uh, basically had the same premise of Contagion. Is that it? Is that the right name? Yeah, Contagion. Yeah, that's it. Okay. So anyway, like, Contagion uh, also had a had a star-studded cast as well. Maybe that's like part of the deal. Yeah. Anyway, so I saw on Netflix it was like on the you know the top ten watched of that week. So I, I popped it on. Honestly, uh, it was all right, but what it made me realize is how cheesy every 90s movie is. And what I mean by that is that they're, it seems like they're all cookie cutter for the most part. Like if you were to like broad stroke any decade, I feel like the cheesiest that I thought of was the 90s. But now that I think about it, we're going to go back through the decades and see if we can find a or cheesier one. But if you look back at the 90s, what do you think of? Well, you think of talking animals. You think of, <laughs> yeah. you think of talking animals or like uh, there's a father figure that is missing from the picture and the kid has to go through some, you know, arc to be, you know, get, you know, have a new father or accept that his mom's meeting a new dad or the dad is a talking dog because the dog or the dad died and he came back as a dog or a great reference. Yeah. Jack Frost is the dad dies in a car accident comes back as a snowman. Snowman. So uh, what I was thinking about, like, I, so stupid. Yeah, Lynn, what do you like? Do you have any comments on that? Like, what what do you think? It was it was. Am I overthinking that the nineties were cheesy? He's frozen in time right now. Probably have like uh, frozen in time dance. All right. Yeah. <laughs> persevere. <laughs> persevere. Persevere. So the uh, the nineties, yeah, they are cheesy, but I think we just think they're cheesy because it's like what we grew up with, and like anything back then, I think you'll find to be a little bit cheesy just because it's kind of it like was what you watched when you were younger. But I will I I'll, like, I'll never I'll never stop laughing. Like I almost peed my pants as a kid. The funniest scene that I remember is an Airbud, the 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 OG Airbud, when yeah. the, when the clown. Car, uh, he's the the villains in the clown car, and then he tries to use the steering wheel, and then it it falls off, and then he he flies in off of the uh, dock into the water. Phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal comedy out there. If you're looking for a comedy scene, <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> but but yes, go ahead. So when I was going with that, like the '90s were cheesy, and I think they were cheesy only because they were trying to make up for the or the 
everybody was trying to make everything more innocent because the eighties were so blown up with uh sex, rock and roll, everything and cocaine, yeah. drugs. And so they were trying to make everything seem like more innocent because the people that were partying their ass off yeah. decided to settle down and, you know, like, Oh, we got to make everything innocent for our children. Right. And that's what it was. And then you go back to the seventies and I don't, that's one of the decades that I'm not finding, but if you want to talk about cheesy movies, go back to the forties and watch gangster movies. Like, ah, see, uh, I got your wife here. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. So yeah, yeah. Well, that's the fifties, fifties, I think Elvis Presley like claimed that shit with all of his yeah. corny movies the 60s i want to say were westerns i don't know you tell me yeah western what's his name uh john wayne john wayne yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 70s are a lost that's a lost decade that i don't know because the 80s was was arnold schwarzenegger claude van damme or whatever his name is and just like murderous Gunslinging. Oh, and uh, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. He was in there. Stallone. Yeah, you can't forget about him. Yeah, it's that. That's when like uh, machine guns started to look like futuristic and heavy metal, and they were just in every movie. Like before yeah, yeah. then, guns weren't that cool looking. They were just like wooden rifles or like some lame black wimpy looking thing. And then they got like M16s and like squad automatic weapons, and they're like, all right, these have to be in every single movie. <laughs> and then every movie was just based upon, like... Get to the like, Get to the Yeah, how many Uzis can we put in one movie? <laughs> exactly. But yeah, that was, like, the 80s was just, like, how many steroids and how many how many uh, ab muscles and how many Uzis can we put into one? How many uh, runs on the beach with other dudes you could have and, and not be... Yeah, able. runs on the beach, oh, runs on the... Yeah, yeah. montages, big montage decade. Yeah. 80s was Uzis and pec, pec muscles. Um, yeah. 90s what got a little soft and everybody, that's when like, you know, Barney came around. There was no Barney in the 80s. There was no yeah, giant Barney. cuddly, you know what I mean? When there's, there's a society where there's a giant cuddly anthropomorphic purple dinosaur running around telling kids to sing songs, that's how you know things have gotten very soft, okay? Yeah, yeah. That, that wouldn't happen in 1920. There's no yeah, such no. thing as no, because people were working in coal mines back then. Yeah, here we're here's, just here's, a, here's a stick and like a circle thing that you can play with. Yeah, a hoop. That's yeah, roll this hoop, you shithead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the aughts, the aughts you were saying is like this, the the corny movies of the aughts was like this new genre of That's the satirical pop culture. If you didn't know the aughts, all right. Yeah, yeah, the satirical pop culture movies of, like, Scary Movie and, like, American Pie and, like, Not Another Teen Movie and all those random spinoffs that they did. That was kind of the, I don't know, what else happened in the aughts? I guess, I feel like comedy movies, not that they're cheesy, but there was definitely, like, a new style came about with, like, the Superbads and the 40-Year-Old Virgin and... Pineapple like all those, Express. Yeah, Pineapple Express. Like those I've never been games. a fan of Pineapple Express, to be honest. I don't think it was that good. You know, I wouldn't say I'm not a fan, but I, I've watched it two or three times, and I don't remember that much. of Like, I know what happens, but I don't remember that much about it. I don't have any, like, quotes in my head from it. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, other movies, I just you'll be able to spit out a quote from Anchorman or 40-Year-Old Virgin or whatever it is. Yeah. And uh, I just don't have any quotes from Pineapple Express, which makes me think I didn't enjoy it as much, even though I've probably seen it two or three times. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But then, I, yeah, I don't know, besides, like, the, the coming-of-age satirical movie that was 
what we were just talking about in 2000s, what other, like if there was the, the I think, well, actually this is my, this is true. Uh, this is my other thing. This is the, the, the progression into what were the superhero movies. We had the early spider, the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man's that's yeah. known for the, the rebirth of the Batman. Mm -hmm. And then it just, and then we had Iron Man, which I think Iron Man one was probably my favorite Marvel movie, but that, and that's yeah. the age for like the unraveling of the Marvel superhero movies that have universe. Yeah. The universe that has taken over this past 2010. That's very true. And I've not been a fan of those. Uh, I like them, dude. What are you talking about? I mean, not every I'm single one great. But... I haven't watched them all in, in, you know, in the correct chronological order, but I, I've seen most Even, of them. Who has? A bunch of dorks. Yeah. I mean, of... I haven't watched them in chronological order, but there's, there's still a lot of them that are very good. There are some that stink to high heavens, but there are, there are some that are like, wow, this is a really good movie, and it just happens to have fucking uh, superheroes in it. But... um. Iron Man 1 is awesome. I have, I have my own personal movie grading scale that's based off of what I think about Iron Man 1. And All it's right. like the most, it's my most simple movie grading scale. And it's, is it, is it Iron Man plus or is it Iron Man minus? And like, you know, in parentheses plus Binary minus scale almost. The binary scale, exactly. So if I watch a movie and after it, I think I would watch that for a second time before I watch Iron Man for the 4,000th time or 300th time or how many times I've seen it, then that means it's good. If I would rather just watch Iron Man again than watch this movie that I just watched for a second time, then it's Iron Man minus. So it's like my, my threshold of like, okay, that was a good movie and I wouldn't mind seeing that again. That's definitely a good way to gauge movies. I actually think that's a very simple way or a layman terms way to for the, the listener to be like all right yeah that makes sense yeah and i, 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 I think about that too that makes total sense to me yeah it makes sense it's like it's because iron man is is a very good movie it's not the best movie you've ever seen but it doesn't disappoint you at all mm -hmm. and so like it's either you're either on one side of the fence or you're on the other so i'm gonna fucking pick that side and throw you out there movie <laughs> yeah it's no it's that's a good scale and uh, i know we're tr trying to hit <laughs> The topics here, so we're going to move on to music. Yeah, what's next? And music, and uh, mm. I don't even know where to start on this one, other than uh, the name is Billie Eilish. I thought you were saying earlier you had a crush on her. Uh, well, I initially said fuck Billie Eilish. I think that's a good place to stop this podcast, or at least part one. Part two is coming out later this week. It's Jack Taylor here. Hope you guys enjoyed the first hour or close to of the podcast and look to Thursday for the second half of week two. Again, enjoy the week, stay safe, and talk to you guys soon. Adios.